What's up, everyone? This is Sacred RR here, coming to you from Revolver Gaming Network, the network that revolves around you. Today, we got the May podcast happening here. Today, I got two of my wonderful close friends joining me today. We got the Bulldog Omega. Hey, what's up? And we have the president of the network, Mr. Sovereign RR. Hey, what's up? Alrighty, so it is great to have uh, another podcast happening here today. Obviously, we got some hard times happening, but we are going to continue to bring you wonderful, great content here at the the network. And uh, definitely make sure to check us out throughout all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, keyword Revolver GN. All the links will be in the descriptions of the podcast today. But we're going to jump right into things. Uh, the first thing we have here today is we definitely have to get right into it. Apex Legends Season 5. So, Apex Legends Season 5 is here. It's been out for about exactly two weeks, I believe. Uh, we are going through the first uh, map switch. If you guys don't know, uh, for any of you out there, uh, this season on Apex, it is switching between the two uh, maps every two weeks. But I thought, since we do have someone here who is... Uh, who is the the cream of the crop at Apex? We'll let him uh, we'll let him speak about his thoughts on Apex Season Five. So, what are your thoughts, Sovereign RR, so far with Season Five on Apex Legends? Well, for just to kind of clear it up a little bit, if anybody was playing Season Four, yes, they did do map switches in Season Four. I know Sacred, you didn't uh, participate in Season Four, so you didn't know that. But it's a little bit different from Season Four in the sense that last season we started with uh, World's End and moved into King's Canyon. This time we're tar- starting with King's Canyon and then moving into World's End. Uh, this season, uh, you know, I mean, they made a lot of changes. Um, they made a couple that were necessary, and then I, I don't know if they were bored, but they felt a, the need to make a bunch that are not necessary. Uh, I won't go too far into all of them. You guys can, you know, check up the patch notes to kind of really go through everything. There's a lot of gun changes and bounces that they felt that they needed to change. Um, you know, the one that really, you know, constantly steps, sticks out to me is the, uh, the Mastiff and the Peacekeeper. Uh, for Peacekeeper, you had it sitting as a, just a regular item with a precision choke, that which was amping it up. Uh, and then on the adverse side, you had the Mastiff that was in the, the care packages. So what they did is they took the Mastiff out, they nerfed it, and brought it down, and then they took the Peacekeeper and put it into the care package and buffed it up. Uh, with the guns, the, the way that they're set up and the way that they, they function, there's not a need to do what they did, in my honest opinion. And honestly, in the end, they just left you with a, a less more of a subpar shotgun because the Mastiff doesn't even use the precision choke. Um, so I think what they were trying to do is address the, the OP nature of the peacekeeper. Whereas you could just grab it. If you got a, pe- a precision choke right off the rip, like you are just wrecking anybody that's in you for a good, you know, I don't know, a couple minutes or at least the first five to 10 teams. Uh, and they wanted to bounce that out. If they wanted to do that, they should have just taken the precision choke out of the game. The only other effect it would have had is, is affecting the triple take. Uh, maybe you could have buffed that up uh, and then just been like, that's fine. I don't know what to say about that beyond that, but the biggest issue with Season 5, though, is Mirage. So Mirage, is the this is the first time that a character has ever had a ground-up rebuild, um, and at least that's the terminology they use. Does he have different powers? No. Are they just changed? Yes. So it's kind of like a refresh. They didn't do a rebuild, but it's a refresh. Um, so some of the things that are with Mirage is he was supposed to be kind of like a push in, you know, cloak and move, uh, which was fine. And it was it was. And then with uh, season four, one of the updates that they gave was footsteps, which is kind of weird to see that a hologram can create footstep sounds. But I guess from a technological aspect, okay, I guess. The biggest issue they made in Season 5 is now he replicates the movement of the player. So the player can stand around the corner and duck and move and bring their gun up and all that type of stuff, and it replicates with the uh, decoys. And when you have him do his alt, it is a thousand times worse. So now you have literally no way to know who is who. Before, you had to kind of like 
just to be a little bit observant and you'll know which one's which um, because one's not one's moving and one's not moving. Right. So you had to be a little bit, uh, you know, uh, I guess, smarter with it. If you're a Mirage player, you had to run like your decoys would run to kind of play that playoff on that. Now you can kind of do whatever you want. And it's a little OP. The other thing they added in was Mirage now has the ability to res people completely cloaked. And that includes the individual that he's picking up is also cloaked. So again, now you're adding another player that you need to watch out for that's added to, you know, Wraith and stuff like that. And uh, Pathfinder that can just, you know, dip out of a battle, heal up and come back in. Now you have to keep your eyes on Mirage because he could be dipping away to heal someone up. So ultimately, like season five to season five is fantastic. I would say the one thing uh, they did a great job with is they've changed how you can move through your ranks. They've given stuff to uh, the freebies, I guess, the people that don't want to pay for the pass. They've given you more time to get stuff, even though you're not going to pay for the pass. Um, they've added in a quest, which kind of builds on lore, which is something that I would say that uh, Apex was missing out on was lore. You we all, we all talked about like, you know, like this character's sexual orientation is this and they come from here and, you know, they have all these backstories, but it was almost hearsay. Now you have the ability to see them live in action in a quest mode where they're dealing with Loba, which is the new character. And I'll talk about her in a second and how she's interacting with the team and everything that's going on with her. Now it's, so it's pretty cool. And it's, it's, you pick up a treasure pack every single day. Once you have five, every Tuesday, something new is happening, which is a development towards the lore. So very cool there. Loba. Now Loba's a pretty cool character. And the cool thing I like about Loba is the fact that she was done proper from the beginning. Uh, a lot of characters, they come in and they are imbalanced. I don't mean imbalanced in the sense that they're OP. I just feel that they didn't take everything in the meta of the game into play when they were designing the character. Loba is not that at all. She's perfect and, and fits in very well with the, uh, the rest of the team. So she has the ability to teleport by throwing a bracelet. She just, you know, wherever the bracelet lands, she bounces to, um, kind of in a teleport a uh, aspect. And then she also has the ability to throw down a black market, and it pulls all items directly to that area, and you can pick up two. So it's a really cool uh, mechanism that if you're in the middle of a battle, uh, and there's boxes, you know, you could drop behind a, a rock and throw down that black market and you have access to everything that's there. And that could be a red or even a purple uh, shield. And that's a make or break. Uh, so there's very some pretty cool things there. You can use Loba. Um, and the problem with Loba is she's a transportation type character like Pathfinder. And so the issue with that is they actually damaged Pathfinder in the process because they felt that, okay, so if Loba is teleporting or she's transporting by using her her, um, her bracelet throw, then, you know, Pathfinder is also transporting by using his grapple. So with Loba, we're going to do a 30-second 30, 30, uh, 30 timer, which is fair. So we have to do the same thing to Pathfinder. And once you do that to Pathfinder, that breaks the, you know, the whole Spider-Man aspect of Pathfinder, that zing in, zing out. And there's a lot of people out there that are just like, that's crap. That's like, that's, that's so, you know, BS. And there's people that are just like, that's perfect. Honestly, the people that think that's perfect, I don't know what to say to you other than <laughs> Pathfinder is not an attacking character. Look at his, the way that he's set up and also look, look at his, his uh, declaration, his little icon. It's not an attacking character. He's a recon character. So what he's supposed to do is zoom in, you know, get the lay of the land, use his, um, his survey beacon and get out. Yes, there's people that are using it in an attacking style, but that's because they are attacking people. You shouldn't break the character's mechanism because people are using them differently, right? So, I don't know. Like, it, ultimately, it's it's a great season, like I said. And so, if you if you're an Apex person and you've not been there for like let's say season four, you got to jump on. You gotta you gotta play it. Hopefully, you'll get an opportunity to play Kings Canyon again because they made massive changes to the maps. Uh, so when that comes back in, because uh, now it's into rotation back and forth, oh, you're going to love it. Kings Canyon, hands down, best map. That's all I'll say about it. Absolutely. Bulldog, uh, do you have anything else to add, or did he hit, he hit all I the mean, points? He hit all the points. <laughs> I, I don't know what to add to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I haven't played Apex since <laughs> the second season. I've been trying to get back, okay. but, you know, been a little busy. 
Hopefully, I can get back in soon. Well, I've heard season five seems interesting, so yeah, I can't wait to play it. Yeah, I definitely uh, just to to finish off here. I definitely agree with a lot of things uh, that Sovereign are are there said. Um, I guess one thing to add on to there is just like some like the lighting, just of the map. It's not. You know, it, it kind of it's like a different time, I guess, on the uh, on the beginning map here of Kings Canyon. Um, it just looks better, a lot, lot better, a lot easier to kind of see, I guess, for someone with bad eyesight like myself, a lot, a lot easier to see um, and, and be able to look around and whatnot. But yeah, I agree. Like, just the I personally didn't participate in season four, so that was my mess up at the beginning of the switching the maps. Um, but, uh, I, I've really, so far I'm, I'm back into Apex Legends. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, obviously I have the team members to, to help, uh, you know, carry me. Um, but we'll, 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 that's for another day. <laughs> but if you have not played, uh, season five of Apex, definitely, definitely, uh, suggest you give it a go. Uh, so we'll jump into the next uh, topic we have here, uh, we have uh, the USA spending on gaming. Uh, it hit a quarterly record. Uh, just a, a few notes there. It hit $10.9 billion in sales, and that was up 9%. Um, so, Bulldog, do you have any any anything to say about this? Any I mean, personal. I thing? mean, gaming is on the rise. I mean, it's been like that for years now. Uh, people love the game, and this just shows that, yeah, that's true. Um, we also have the unfortunate event of what's going on right now, which is giving people more time to game. So I think that's a positive we can take from that. But, yeah, it's it's amazing to see that gaming is up there with, like, other media, like uh, movies and music. So I can't wait to see what the future holds if it continues to go up like this. We also got the new consoles coming out soon. Uh, PlayStation 1 and the Xbox. I forget what they're calling it. It's very long. But yeah, can't wait. So it would definitely be the, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Um, that will definitely be our next topic. Uh, I'll, I'll actually go next uh, just to add in something is is that, uh, yes, we hit this this $10.9 billion, um, going up. It's great to see. Um, I wouldn't doubted if we see even a rise from that this next quarter um that does have a lot to do with uh the pandemic that's going on right now but a lot of new people are are trying gaming or you know if you're if you were you know someone who just played let's say candy crush you're still a gamer uh but i you know i'm i'm seeing a lot of new people like get on xbox get on playstation you know it's it's a constant there's always a constant with gaming you know if you're if you have a job and you you come home you have the console there you have gaming you know if a pandemic happens and we still have you know electricity and everything and you still have xbox live you still have gaming um, gaming's always there to play, uh, and it's just giving new people that chance. You're even seeing, like, on Twitch um, or streaming, all streaming platforms, you're seeing, like, bands that are canceling their, their live events, but you're seeing bands even go on Twitch and, and you know, play on Twitch or game on Twitch. Um, you know, you're seeing all sorts of new people kind of up their game, whether you were never or not a gamer, you're seeing people actually give it a try. If you're seeing people that were, you know, just bottom tier, you're, you know, they're middle tier and middle tiers, upper tier, upper tier are just gods now at gaming. Um, so a lot of, a lot of people are upping their game in gaming, whether it's streaming or just on the, on the consoles themselves, um, meeting new people, all sorts of new stuff. Um, you know, we've seen it in our, our our network as well. Um, not only our Twitch channel has just constantly risen from this with our average viewers and just many new people that we're meeting, but also joining our, our community, uh, which everyone's welcome to join. Make sure to join the, the Discord. Uh, that will be in the links in the descriptions below. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just a lot of people are, are um, learning about gaming or, you know, realizing that gaming is always going to be there whether it's a short part of your life a small part of your life or a huge part of your life so 
actually, uh, I, I'm really interested in seeing what's uh, what's um, coming about here. Uh, do you have any thoughts, Sovereign? Uh, yeah, obviously, like, kind of just some mate kind of what Bulldog was saying. Like, yeah, definitely in the last couple of years, there's been a big rise in gaming and, and the more of the acceptance of gaming, whether it be in the business place through gamification or, you know, just kind of like just all, all around esports bringing, you know, the professional aspect to it and kind of giving some uh, legitimacy to what gaming is and what gaming can be, you know, especially with like Fortnite. I, I'm not a big fan or proponent of, you know, Fortnite or play Fortnite, but if it wasn't for games like Fortnite, League of Legends, you know, that type of deal, uh, the world wouldn't be looking at gaming the way they would be today. Um, and, you know, especially during this pandemic, you know, it, it makes sense. You know, you have the, the parents that grew up with the original Nintendos and the re- original Sega Genesis, uh, now they're at home. They got nothing to do. They've got potentially kids that are just like, I love gaming. So they're jumping back in. Honestly, I would say a, probably a majority of that sales goes straight to Nintendo and the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that has connected generations very quickly in this pandemic uh, to allow parents to play with their kids and understand what their kids are about. Um, so, you know, going forward, yeah, like I think you're going to see more and more uh, people are going to understand that, you know, gaming was there for them during the downtime and they really enjoyed it. And, you know, it'll be something that's kind of be integrated into their life going forward. Yeah, definitely. I would really love to see some, uh, some, I know gaming has gotten to like ESPN. Um, for those of you that, uh, watch ESPN, um, all sorts of different, uh, uh, channels, but, uh, it'd be really cool to see, see gaming, get on your, your, um, your main channels, like your the, the the five channels that come with all cable and whatnot, even get on there, so everybody gets a taste of it. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting to to really see. Um, so moving on, then uh, we do as Bulldog kind of hinted there. We have the new consoles uh, coming up uh, near the end of this uh, not not the month uh, near the end of this year, somewhere in the holiday season. Um, of 2020 here, we have the Xbox Series X and the PS5 happening, most likely somewhere around the end of November, usually, um, or maybe the beginning, or maybe even early. Who knows? Um, uh, Sovereign, are you? Uh, I believe you're getting the Xbox Series X. Is that correct? Are you getting the PS5 as well, or what? What are you getting? If uh, any. Well, the I don't know when. <coughs> I don't know when the Xbox Series X is. I think it's right now it's slated for December. I know PS5 was actually just announced that it's going to be November 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. um, for me, I'm definitely getting the Xbox. Um, not fanboying it up. Uh, honestly, all I can say is poor, poor Sony uh, during this generation. Um, I just... I, I get, and the thing is, like a lot of people, like when they hear me talk about Xbox, they're just like, oh, you're just a fanboy. No, I don't want Sony to ever die. Understand that when it comes to technological companies and all this type of stuff, that if you want the best out of your company, they need competition. So if Sony dies, Microsoft will suck. Let's just be honest with that. Okay, so like I don't want Sony ever die. I don't want Nintendo to you know fall off. Hell, bring the Sega Dreamcast two back because that was a, a rumor at one point, and I know Atari was thinking about getting back into the game. Like, bring all these people back in because they will just not only make themselves better, but they'll make the ones that we already currently love better. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely picking up the Xbox Series X. Uh, last generation, I missed out on the um, the One X. I went for the One S. Um, and so I'm looking to go, you know, big or go home type deal. Awesome. Uh, Bulldog, how so about you? I haven't decided yet. Uh, I would buy one, but I have a cons- I have a PC sitting right next to me that can play every game. So having decided, I probably might go PlayStation 5, depending on what the price is going to be. If it's a little too much, though, I might go Xbox. Um, but yeah, it depends. I'm still waiting to see what Sony brings to the PlayStation 5. Um, we've only seen just a couple of things. I know there was that demo of Spider-Man. They had, they had no loading times, which is amazing, but I actually want to see more than that. I want to see games, more hardware stuff and stuff like that. Um, so I'm waiting to just see what comes out, really. 
Xbox did something a couple of weeks ago where they showed a lot of game trailers, which looked great. I wanted to see gameplay though. Um, but yeah, I'm just waiting to see what what's what are they offering me to go buy the system? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm interested in the the Xbox Series X as well. I've never been. Um, I, I shouldn't say I've never been a PlayStation person because I did play uh, some. I I rocked the uh, Spiral the Dragon series back on PlayStation quite a bit. But uh, ever since I got into the Xbox 360, it's been the Xbox One, and, and now I definitely I would love to upgrade at some point uh, to this uh, new Xbox Series X. Uh, so definitely start saving. <laughs> for, for me, got the money. For me, yep. and I just want to answer your question, Bulldog. I'm honestly going to tell you that you're going to have a hard time trying to figure out what to do with this generation. And this is something that a lot of uh, critics are talking about because if you think about like, you know, the the, the console generations from, you know, the days of yore, right. The ones they had like, you know, 16 bit graphic to 32 bit graphic to 64 to 3d, you know, we're at this point now where it's just like, there's not, much no. more you can do like we're at the 4k and now even like your your eyes can't even like see past 4k right so you you know you, you have these tvs out there that are just like 8k 16k but your eyes can't yeah. even figure that out that's just a it's, a, it's just a it's it's not i'm not saying they're lying but your eyes can't figure it out and so you're gonna have a hard time trying to figure out what you should do and um, i think they know this and i think that was the, one of the reasons why xbox kind of went the way they went because Phil Spencer at Xbox, his approach to it is the next generation isn't really a new generation for Microsoft. The Xbox Series X and the Xbox Series S, which is the uh, the one underneath it, which they classify as their flagship, um, is it's a continuation of this current generation. So anything that's released on the Xbox Series X or S is going to also still be on this current generation. And I'm going to use that in quotations as well. So it'll be here. And that's the reason why I'm kind of going that way is because I think a lot of the things that we have when we get a brand new console, uh, I know you're from the PC side, but the scariest thing from a, a console side is like you buy a console and you're just like, okay, I have three games. These yeah. are my choices. <laughs> and if I don't like them. I'm kind of screwed. And I think Microsoft is trying to f- fix that because they're going to allow you to still have the yeah. original Xbox, the 360, the Xbox One, and anything released on these on the Series X from day one. PS5 has already said they're not going to go with backwards compatibility, which means whatever they release is going to be the only thing they have available for that system at the time. I'm not going to say it's crap. I have no idea. Like you said, you haven't seen it either, right? And so it's kind of hard to try to figure out what you're going to do. And I think a lot of people this season you're going to have some people that are going to get the Series X and some people are going to wait until later. And there's really nothing wrong with waiting till later because there's just no push for it. And I think they understand that. And I think that's the reason why they're going to still move forward with the current generation that they have. Because, yeah, like I said, we're at that point where we're just like, do can I even see this? You know, like my current system, my current Xbox right now has 493 games. Do I need to move <laughs> to generation? Not really. I mean, like... If I'm looking at this and being like, I got nothing to play. I got a problem. I got a problem, and I should yeah. probably go figure that out. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I think it's going to be a, a really hard. And I think, you know, in my personal opinion, the sales on the consoles this Christmas is going to be probably way lower than any other generation, oh, yeah. period, because of that, because of that. Even Nintendo is talking about doing a, a Nintendo Switch Pro, but that's just a Pro. Mm-hmm. That's still the current generation, right? So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still going to get a Series X because I have a 4K TV and my uh, my my Xbox One S unfortunately only does 4K on Blu-ray, which I don't even own any Blu-rays. Um, but I want to be able to use the 4K. But beyond that, I would even yeah. say get it, to be honest. But yeah, and also coming up. from the PC side, I see these constantly. Everyone's like, oh, it's SSD, no loading times. But like, I've had that for so long on the PC. So... <laughs> I, I look at yeah. a console it's like, oh, it's it's five hundred dollars. I'm like, well, I could just build a PC for that price, have either same or better graphics or performance as well, and just play mm-hmm. about the same amount of games. Like like you said, you have four hundred games on your Xbox. I have I have almost that on just Steam. <laughs> so yeah. it's one of those things <laughs> yeah. like I don't like why at this point I'm trying to figure out like 
okay, what is what are these two companies gonna do to get me to go buy that con- uh, console when I can just play my games on my PC and still have fun? I don't. Yeah, yeah and yeah. So for me, I'd basically like if if I had like again answer your question, yeah. I would say don't bother. Because anything that's going to be potentially coming out on the PS5, yep. you're probably going to have yep. access to on the PC. Um, and if we wanted to, like, maybe maybe back on, like, the original, uh, yeah. let's say, the 360 days, we'd be like, well, you want an Xbox oh, because yeah. your friends have an Xbox. But these days, like I said, Phil Spencer is all about everybody coming together. So Xbox Series X is also going to be playing yep. with the PC. It'll be cross-plat, right? So what's the point? to pick that up and on top of that one of the biggest things that i think that this generation coming up is going to fail on which i can't stand that they're going to fail on but the xbox series x has a one terabyte drive and if you have seen call of duty is now reaching oh, over 200 yeah. gigs uh, that, that is unfortunate that something coming out in 2020 only yeah. has a one terabyte drive you're basically telling your clientele you better have yeah. an external or you're screwed so <laughs> so i don't know i don't know I personally would just say skip it. Just buy the games you want from the PS side or from the Xbox. Yeah, side and and I mean, also you got Xbox Live. They're doing like or the Game Pass. They're doing mm-hmm. great deals, and you can get that stuff on PC as well. So, yeah, such a proponent. And the Game Pass, is great. Game Pass. <laughs> as a PC person, I oh, look yeah. at the, the Game Pass like, wow, that's a great deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to, I watched a video and they were talking about uh, they were basically rating the best subscription services out there. Yeah. Obviously, Netflix being number one. Microsoft Game Pass yeah. was basically number three, right? That's amazing. That's amazing. And then you have That's like you know, uh, or PS Now, or, yeah. Just sorry, PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation Plus. That is struggling. Yeah. Still struggling. <laughs> it's just I. I think this conf- this this next generation of consoles. It's just going to be. It's not going to be as impactful as the last couple, because there was always, there was always something yeah. that was like that big impact these consoles gave to the generation. I don't think we're going to see that because the consoles are just becoming PCs now. So yeah, so basically the next generation big jump is going to be you know VR, and it's going to be around this whole idea of like when am I going to get my haptic suit? When am I going to have the goggles that come down or the the ability to run in place to kind of move through my environment? I think that will be the next big jump, and I think as gamers, that's what we're looking for right now is we're seeing things in like Ready Player Mo- Ready Player One, the movie, which was like yeah. what a year ago or two years ago, and so like we're all primed for that, and so. This whole idea of just like, you know, here's another game. The graphics are better, and you're just like, I can't tell, but sure, yeah. you know. And it's and especially also now you're getting to these games that are just like, we're doing retro graphics, and you're just yeah. like, well, then how can I tell that this is a better game than like this game over here, right? So it's 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 hard, and so I think, yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. It's going to be really hard this generation. Yeah, and I think, like you said, VR is the next step. Uh, you know, we have the Oculus, we have. Uh... Okay, whatever. We have a bunch of like headsets out there now, but I think consoles still waiting for that VR uh, tech to help push it forward. Yeah, yeah. Even even Microsoft was trying to do the whole safe safe game where they're just like, before we go to VR, we're gonna go with AR. Oh yeah. Do the Halo lenses, which. Uh. I haven't even seen the Halo lenses, so are you doing AR Microsoft? Are you skipping that, or what are you doing? You have a partnership with Oculus, so like, let's move that along. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, that was a that was a great uh, great discussion there. How about uh, for those of you who have made it this far in the podcast, let us know: Are you going to get the Xbox Series X? Are you going to get the PS Five, or are you sticking with something else? Let us know in the comments, and uh, maybe get- we'll. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but let us know. Uh, give us some feedback. What What are you going with? Um, but yeah, so moving on, uh, we have some new games that did come out, or uh, actually, yeah, they all just came out that we're going to be mentioning here. Uh, the first one we have Minecraft Dungeons, and oh boy, 
Um, I have a, I, I have a lot of appreciation for this game already. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it off to Sovereign R because I know he's got just a tad bit more time and he's further and hasn't died as much as me and knows a little bit more about the game. So, what are your thoughts on the Minecraft Dungeons for uh, the Xbox so far? Uh, it's a good game. Um, I did like a mini review it uh, on my Instagram, um, but uh, ultimately. I was worried about this game at the beginning because I thought that they were going to be building an RPG for the younger generations and they were going to pander too much to younger generations in the sense that the RPG elements would be completely gone. And I can honestly say that if you ever play this game or even have the opportunity to demo this game, please play to the second level. The tutorial in this will make you honestly think that I'm crazy and that they did pander to the young kids because the tutorial is so easy. <laughs> it just makes you feel like this is crap. This is a crap game, man. Yeah. Uh, but you, if you make it to second, the second level, you're gonna think this is great. It starts building uh, multiple levels, and and you start really kind of understanding how in depth things go. Um, it's a great game. The 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 polish is super nice. Um, you know, going from the top down, the regular Diablo esque uh, angle. Um, and it, and it has a little bit of a kind of feel to it. The only thing I would say, and there's a couple of things that I'll get the, the crappy things out of the way. The lore sucks. The lore sucks. Like the story has been done by Lord of the Rings a thousand times. Um, you know, anything like that has, has been done. So it's the unique item that you see and you, you don't want it, but you want it. You don't want it. You don't want it. You take it. And then you get the, you know, your ultimate evil. It's very simple story. <laughs> And that what I'd say maybe they are pandering to the, the kids on that side. But the other aspects that I don't like is the blacksmith. So it's kind of weird that you say like you get in there and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna trade something. You're only trading emeralds that you pick up in the levels for a roulette style of what are you gonna get? Which is not something that's normal in RPGs. In RPGs, you go up to a blacksmith, you see what his wares are. You pick what you want and you buy it. This is, here's 90 emeralds. I don't know. Give me something. And he gives you random things, <laughs> just <laughs> random things. That sometimes they're good. And a lot of the times they're not. <laughs> and then you just crush them for more emeralds and try again. Here's 90 emeralds. Please give me something good, please. <laughs> and that sucks. That sucks. The other thing that I think that was kind of a, a drop off for this game is, you know, there's no breaking. The whole mining part of Minecraft is gone. Like, you can't even break bushes. You can't break boxes. There's walls of, like, you, you can see it's dirt. You can see it's dirt. And some of the weapons are, are picks. So why can't I pick through that wall to, like, potentially, like, a, a secret area or something like that, right? So, like, I think there was something they missed on that aspect. They got so focused on, like, the RPG elements that they forgot. Hey, this is Minecraft. Um, and so that's not there. There's no classes that are normal to RPGs. It's kind of like, you want to be a bow person, go for it. You want to be somebody that's going to be using daggers, go for it. Like it just kind of opens it up for you, but in the sense of like, it's more of a hodgepodge. So I don't know, but it's still a fantastic game. And I don't know how long this game is yet, but for a pandemic, this is, the perfect game for this pandemic. It's fresh, it's new, potentially short, but it's great. Absolutely. Uh, Bulldog, have you uh, happened to get a taste of Minecraft Dungeons yet? Uh, not yet, and I don't know if I will. I'm not really a fan of Minecraft, per se, um, but it does seem like something I want to check out. Uh, maybe it is the game that gets me into Minecraft, but we'll have to see. I would yeah, go, I at, go, at it, go at it from an RPG side. If you like, if you like Diablo, yeah. Yeah. go at okay. it from that side. Okay. Just straight. Yeah. Like, for me, right like, on. yes, when I play it, you know, because I like Minecraft, there is, like, there's a part of me that's just like, oh, I'd like to play some Minecraft. Because you see how, like, the, the way that everything's constructed, and you're just like, I'd like to construct this world. But that's it. Throw that away, mm. and it's just an RPG that's skinned Minecraft. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One hundred percent agree. That's this. That was my that was my fight. But yeah, definitely. You know, I'm some. Uh, I am a person who absolutely loves Diablo games. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. just that getting out there, 
killing, fighting, and beating the heck out of everything, collecting. Um, it is a bit of unfortunate about the blacksmith. Hopefully they, they fix that somehow, some way, um, because, you know, you're, you're like, you're, you're going at that blacksmith like nine, ten times and wasting almost a thousand emeralds. And you're like, <laughs> hey, I, got, I increased my bow or something. And it, you might not ever use that bow. You just have it on your body mm. to, to increase your armor or something oh. or increase your armor. Like, That's why um, the creepers always kill you because you never use your bow. Hey, okay. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you see on my Instagram, I, I they got a triple kill. But uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll not talk about that. But uh, definitely myself, I am you know personally Minecraft. I'm okay. I'm in the middle. Uh, you know, I'm like the the six out of ten kind of person, just right in the middle of the pack. Diablo, I'm way up there. Um, and this this is definitely more Diablo esque and just getting in there beating the heck out of everybody just with the the minecraft skins um to the whole layout and your characters and all the good jazz so definitely give it a try let us know uh in the comments below if you happen to give it a try um so moving on uh we have another uh game released uh well i guess re-released uh saints row the third was remastered uh a few days ago um bulldog did you did you happen to get this game? Did you ever play um, oh, yeah. Saints oh, yeah. Row? I played. I've played Saints Row. I played all of them, and the third is one of my favorite ones. It's just, it's just crazy fun. It's weird. Um, the the characters, the weapons you get to use. I mean, dubstep gun. The dildo bat, it's just all there. It's it's fun. I'm glad they've remastered it. Uh and I cannot wait to play it. <laughs> okay. So you're in the midst of buying oh, yeah. it? Okay. Well maybe uh maybe we'll have to make a return and see how see how well it goes for you if you happen to play it. Um Tavern, uh, did you happen to get into the series, or are you getting the remastered Saints Row the Third? Did I get into the series? Yes. Am I buying it? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <Okay>. What? <laughs> like, uh, like it's it, what really bothers me about this whole series is like this is the third time. Yes. You should call it like three three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like you not only had it on the 360, but then you brought it onto the Xbox One, and now you're re-releasing it on the Xbox One. Like, <laughs> can we stop? Like, it was weird that, like, you know, I felt so sad when THQ went bankrupt. I'm just like, oh, you know, there's some solid titles from THQ, Saints Row being one of them, honestly. And I think that Saints Row was fantastic in the sense that it gave you everything that you thought your imagination and more could do in GTA in just a great way. Right. And now you have GTA five that is just like, well, Saints Row is gone. So we're going to take both sides of this coin and run with it. So now you do all the crazy stuff in, in GTA five. Right. But yeah, there's, it was a fantastic series. I absolutely love it. But a game or a game company goes bankrupt. They get brought back to life to make the same shit they were making before. <laughs> like, like maybe, <laughs> maybe you want to start doing new things, get some new IPs going, you know, bring us, bring us to a Saints, Saints Row 5 or something. I don't know. Like, do something. Kind of start building on that. Like, oh, like, I played all of them. One, two, three. Um, I even played the Gat of the Hell, oh, yeah. which is a weird one. Right? Yeah. Like, but fantastic. But just keep going like don't just stop and then just go back and i think a lot of companies are getting stuck in this loop and maybe they're using the pandemic as a leverage where they're just like people are at home why don't you play the games you liked before right and you know like so they're bringing them back out but you can only do this for so much and then you know the world is gonna kind of wake up to it and be like wait, I'm spending almost a full retail title price on a game that was given to me like 10 years ago. That's not right. And they're going to wake up and it's going to kill sales and it's going to hurt companies. And so, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I'm against it. If someone gave it to me, would I be happy? Hell yes. It's a fantastic game, but I'm not paying for yeah. it. Makes sense. 
Yeah, I, I personally uh, won't state anything here. I, I never got into Saints Row, so I won't uh, make anybody roll their eyes of uh, me trying. <laughs> um, so next we have the Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, the Aftermath uh, was released was that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday. Um, and I know we do have uh, Sovereign RR here uh, has not only streamed it, I'm, I'm, I know he has the game. I don't, uh, I, I believe he was about to get Aftermath and actually stream it uh, possibly on our channel. Um, have you gotten it yet, uh, Sovereign, or did Minecraft Dungeons get in the way? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't pick it up yet. Um, it was kind of weird when I was looking through the store, it was kind of going about it in a different way. Like when I went to go search for the add-on itself and try to buy the add-on, it would just say like, it's not available yet. And so like I found out through online, you have to technically purchase it through the game. So I've re-downloaded MK11 and I'm in the process. I'll probably end up picking it up today, but I am so excited for this. So excited. I'm not a, I'm not a fighter that goes online to claim my fame and be really, really good and, and kick the crap out of people but oh my god the story in mk11 is so amazing that is a movie i would pay to watch and now you have an extension on that story with the original uh shang soon from like mk just the original mm-hmm. like hell yeah i'm on board for that absolutely i definitely um i remember sovereign are streaming the game oh man i want to say maybe a year ago Maybe probably less, uh, but I definitely I just sat there. And I was just like, yeah, I'll probably watch it for like a half hour, or an hour, and then go do something. Yeah, I canceled what I was gonna do, and I actually watched his entire stream. Uh, I don't remember how long it went, but I I was definitely like, what's happening next? Oh my god, look at these scenes going on! Like I can actually pay attention to the story and know what's going on, and actually want to know what happens next. And then he got to the end of the game, and I'm like. Fuck this! What the hell? Where's the next episode? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly like I even told him those exact words. I'm like, I can't wait. It's like it's like that that end of a season, and you're just like, um, hello, um, where, where's the rest? <laughs> and that's exactly how I felt. Um, so I'll be interested to uh, hopefully be able to watch him play this uh, update uh, aftermath. Um, Bulldog, did did you happen to to get Mortal Kombat Eleven? Uh, I have it. Yeah, I have. Uh, I don't, but I'm waiting for time to play Aftermath. Uh, Solver, let me ask you something. Would you yeah. say this is the best story of MK yet? In, like aside from the movies yeah. themselves, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and I, that's why I feel like every like when I played MK Eleven, I felt like. I wish this was the movie. <laughs> uh, it's so much fun. Just more combat itself is just a fun fighting game. It's one. It's the fighting game that you don't have to be serious about. You can just have fun. Go for the fatalities. Go for the friendships. Whatever you want to do. It's just a fun fighting game. I love what they're doing with the story. I can't wait to play Aftermath. Uh, well, I've seen a little bit of it. I'm trying not to spoil it myself because there's a bunch of people streaming it on <laughs> Twitch. I, it just looks fun. I know RoboCop is one of the new fighters. I'm still trying to figure that <laughs> yeah. out, but I'm excited to play as RoboCop. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait. You know you're picking them. Of course I'm picking RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see well, that'll be definitely a... Uh... Did you see his friendship? Oh, I have not seen. I'm try. I'm really trying not to spoil it. Just for that's the only thing I've seen is I've seen his friendship move, and I'm just like, so yeah. So the cool thing about aftermath is they bring in like uh, friendships and fatalities. Yeah. Uh, think back, and it's just like that's something. Uh, it's fantastic. Like I, I, I remember as a child sitting in the theater with my father and watching the original yeah. Mortal Kombat movie, and uh, just the the ending song. Where are they just going through like all of the character names? I'm just like, oh, I'm so pumped. Like, <laughs> and I had like a, a, a kind of like an encyclopedia book that kind of like talked about all of the characters. And that's why I learned about like, you know, the ones like 
air mac and like you know rain and like all these extra you know ninjas that are not not like your typical like reptile scorpion and and sub-zero and it's just oh it was so such a crazy a crazy universe and i always wanted to learn so much more about it and then you have mk10 started out with or mkx started out with like a a decent story i'm just like oh cool some backstory but mk11 i don't know who is the the writer of that but oh (laughs) holy yeah they went all in and they Mm -hmm. succeeded Mm -hmm. quite a bit um all right well that was great um let us know in the comments below if you're uh, gonna be playing uh, aftermath um for mortal kombat 11 coming up or actually already out um, so moving on, uh, we have a few things about the network, about ourselves here. Um, the first thing to get into, the RGN community uh, is going to be on our YouTube a little bit more often now, uh, just to kind of get you a little insight. Um, we are starting a series uh, that's going to be basically shouting you all out, kind of getting to know all of you. Uh, you know, normally when you join a network, it's, you know, all about them. Come join my, my Discord. Come join my Twitch. Come join my, my YouTube. And, and you know, quite often, uh, it's, it's we'll see you in a month. Never never talk to you again. But here at RGN, Robert GN, we're, we're always wanting to get to know you all. Um, it's not all just always about us. Uh, we'd love to get to know you more. Um, so we have already started uh, our first video that will be popping up on our YouTube here very soon. Um, you'll be kind of you'll you'll be seeing some pictures of some of our pets here in the network, uh, and then we'll be moving on to um, favorite video games uh, of of everyone here in the network. Um, I would definitely love to hear some feedback from any of you all uh, that uh, listen to the podcast and let us know what you want to see, uh, what you would like to share. Um, so we can uh, keep this rolling forever. Um, Bulldog, do you have anything to share? Nope. About this? Uh, can't wait for the see the YouTube video with the community, uh, with our community in it. Uh, can't wait to see what everyone's uh, favorite video games are. Um, I I put mine in there already. Uh, I don't, and I might have to change it because I went back after writing. It's like, is that though? <laughs> Uh, maybe it's this. So I got. I'm probably gonna go change it again, <laughs> just for the heck of it. For our, our latest one, we did favorite top, uh, favorite three video games. What were your favorite three video oh, games? Oh man! Bulldog? So I have to put Dragon Age uh, two up there. I have to put uh, no. Final Fantasy ten. And then I have to say my last one. This is the this one's the hard one for me. It's the third one. It's always the hardest one for me because it's it flops. It's either Legend of Zelda, uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time or it's Dragon Quest Ten. And I can't I never can like it's always flip flopping for me. Can only I know. take three. <laughs> <laughs> no exceptions. Better make up your mind. <laughs> okay, yeah. good to hear, good to hear. No, I'm still okay. deciding. <laughs> okay. And uh Sovereign, how about what were your three games that you put up? Yeah, it was really, really hard. I mean if you gave me a top ten, yeah. it'd be a lot easier. Um I put uh, my top one is Alan Wake. Uh the story in that oh, is, it's fantastic. is pretty amazing. Um the next one was Goldeneye yep. sixty four. <laughs> Uh, which I played the crap out of. And then the last one was Super Mario Bros. Uh, 3. Okay. Nice. Um, do you have anything else to to add to um, this uh, this community on YouTube at all, Sovereign? Or uh, for me, I'm just, just sharing your games. to see how it all kind of pans out. You know, I, I think a lot of people... There, you know, you were saying before that, you know, a lot of companies they are out there just saying like, yeah, you know, you know, interact with us and stuff like that. And I, it's really hard for me to kind of break through that ice to under, for, for people to understand that that's exactly what our network's about. And we truly do value all of it. A lot of people think that, you know, if let's say you throw some feedback into our either into our discord that we don't read it. We read every single bit of it and we talk about it all the time. 
Um, it is all valued and every member in the network from just a person that's just here just for being here to someone that's actually on our Twitch to somebody that works for our network is 100% valued. And honestly, if it wasn't for our community, I would not be here. So I would love to see more and more people jumping in and being really kind of active in our Discord, not just because of us, but because of you. Because the more you fuel us, that's, that just gets us going and gets us to do more and more things. And so I'm excited to see this. Yeah, definitely. Kind of going off of uh, what Sovereign was saying, you know, um, as the cat is meowing. Um, you know, my mother uh, recently happened to unfortunately have a heart attack. Don't worry. She survived. It's great. Um, but who were the first people that I, I shared that with? wasn't my brother, wasn't my father. It was the RGN community. And I was just like, I'm going through a rough time right now. Um, you know, just, uh, and I actually shared it. Obviously I didn't share it right away, but I was just like, you know, I'm going through a rough time. I need your, I need your, um, your help and whatnot. And, you know, you know, even just throwing a heart symbol at me or something like that, or we're here for you. Um, you know, it, it kind of just goes to show, exactly what our community should be about and we want it to be about is you know we want you to share obviously you don't have to um but you know it's if you put something like that in our community it's not going to be just oh okay well i hope she survives great um no we're, we're gonna have you're gonna have many many people throwing your heart symbols wishing for your mom or whatever it may be or you're just going through a rough time and whatnot um or just you know putting up your your social medias in our, our discord and then and supporting each other, it's it's what we want. Uh, it's it's the most important thing um, in our network. Uh, it's it's the way a network should happen. So definitely agree. Um, so then moving on, uh, our next thing we have here, uh, just an update on our writing prompt status. I know the past two podcasts we kind of gave you uh, the writing prompt status or the writing. Writing prompt says the writing prompt is coming, and then our last podcast we kind of let you know that hey, the writing prompt is is uh, in its first steps and whatnot. Um, we would definitely, if you are part of our Discord, we do ask. Uh, we do have a room uh, specifically for our writing prompt. We're kind of looking for what you want to see, uh, what you want to write about. Uh, we're we're kind of looking for that that community feedback. We don't want it just about what we want here at the network or we do have our ideas, but we'd love to hear what you have to say. Maybe you come up with something really good um, to write about, uh, to be able to, to do your 500 words to 7,500 word prompt and, and get into our, our book where royalties will be involved. Um, if you, if you get into our book, um, but we're kind of looking for what to write about, what to, what that, uh, perfect uh, prompt should be uh, whether it's you know you have uh, you have a ice cream melting and how do you how do you get it to survive or something or you're in a video game and how do you get out of this level or you know whatever it may be anything literally you you see your favorite hamburger but you have no money how do you get to being able to make that hamburger <laughs> anything um so definitely if you have any suggestions do let us know either in the comments or make sure to join our discord and uh do let us know in the hashtag writing prompt room um bulldog do you happen to have anything uh, to no i just can't wait to see what comes from this uh, i'm super excited um i would say i love writing but as a phd student who writes every single day i'm getting tired of writing but i do want to see what our community can come up with uh with this uh writing prompt absolutely how about you sovereign same thing i love writing so if i can get a topic i'm uh looking forward to writing about it gotcha gotcha yeah definitely we will definitely all um I have already asked everyone on the team here, at least on my team, on the multimedia team. I'm sure we're expecting everybody on the team uh, to participate and then uh, hopefully get a lot of you to, to join on in and make this really something special and turn it into a book together. 
So moving on to our final thing, uh, and before we go to an open discussion, if possible, uh, just wanted to let everyone here that's joining me today kind of shout out anything that they wish to shout out, um, whether it's something about family, whether it's something about a friend, social media, anything that you want. So, uh, so everyone, why don't you, why don't you go first if you wish? Uh, for me, I would just love uh, for more people to uh, follow me on Instagram. It's enjoyearth.jc. Uh, no special spelling there. Um, I'm constantly doing content every single day. I post three times a day every single day. I also have story uh, stuff to keep everybody kind of moving along. And today I'm going to be going live in about an hour and a half uh, for an hour just for a question and answer session for people to ask me about me, ask about the network or whatever happening in the future. Uh, but yeah, that's my main thing. Yeah, I definitely hope to hope to be there if my if my mother doesn't uh, hurry me on up. Um, a lot going on today. Uh, how about you, uh, Bulldog? Is there any social media? Uh, two things. You wish to shout uh, out? One, just shout out my own um, Twitter and you know Instagram and Twitch channel at the Bulldog Omega. Uh, also, I want to shout out Fritz Plays, uh, a streamer on Twitch who just raised fifteen hundred dollars for a charity he was doing. Um, so great job to him. Uh, go give him a follow as well. Yeah, he's definitely a, a good guy. Um, Fritz plays. That's uh, F R I T S, and then plays. Obviously, just want to make sure that's spelled correctly. That will definitely uh, uh, be added in the descriptions. Everything will will get in there um, for all these links for you all. Um, but yeah, definitely Fritz plays. He's a really good guy. Um, I know we've only watched him a few times, but he's really really someone that you want to get to know. Uh, he wants to get to know you guys just like all of us. Uh, he even mentioned that our network is exactly what uh, he enjoys. Uh, so he definitely uh, joined on in our Discord as well. Um, and then obviously with uh, Sovereign RR here, always posting every single day. I make sure to comment on every single post. Uh, a lot of interesting um, things to learn. He's always got some really good uh, insight as well sometimes i think it's about me <laughs> um, but he's he's got a lot of good sayings you know really really good insight stuff to learn not just oh hey here's my yada yada okay here's my hashtags done um it, it, there's always something some real good insight um for myself uh you know definitely you can follow me sacred rr um sacred underscore rr on twitch um i'll be trying to get on there from time to time but mainly it, it, you'll find me all across revolver gn so just revolver gn on the twitch channel youtube facebook instagram everywhere you'll find me somewhere um but mainly joining our discord i would love for everyone to join our discord you know get in our discord um you know it's not just you know, join as we mentioned before, it's not just join our Discord and, you know, we'll talk to you in a month. It's we want to get to know you. You know, if you're looking for new people to meet, we have that. If you're looking for people, you know, let's say you're in the, the UK region uh, that you want to, to play with uh, on Xbox, we have that. Uh, if you're in the African region, Africa region, and you want somebody to play with on the PC, we have that. Um, you know, th there's all sorts of areas. Get to know people, not only in your region, but other regions as well. Not only on your systems, but other systems as well. But also a cool thing is you're able to post your own social medias. You know, if you, we want to help you grow. You're helping us grow by joining our Discord. Um, you know, just uh, just with that appreciation, you're more than welcome to post your own social medias and stuff like that because we want to help you grow as well. Uh, it's not just all about Revolver GN. Uh, it's about us working together. And uh, it's all about as one and making that that one big network. And then, you know, as, as that big network grows and grows and grows, that also will, will help you all out. Um, so definitely, uh, if you are looking for that community, that, that family to be a part of, definitely get into our Discord, which will most likely, for sure, will be in our uh, descriptions uh, of this podcast. Um, so with that being said, uh, 
Sovereign, do you have anything else to add at all? Anything you want to talk about? Nope, I'm good. How about you, Bulldog? Anything else you want to bring up? Alrighty, that sounds good to me. Um, So definitely everyone out there, do stay safe. Do continue to uh, follow all the rules, wash your hands, all that good jazz. Stay safe in this uh, unfortunate times that we have here, but uh, you know, do take advantage as well. Get into the gaming. Uh, come join us here at the network. Uh, start up some some streaming, whatever it may be. Uh, but definitely stay safe. And uh, I just want to thank everybody out there, all those that help each other. Um, you know, your your um, firefighters and all of them out there. Uh, obviously, we just had Memorial Day here in the United States. Um, and just show show the appreciation for those who are helping each other out. And thank you to all that are helping each other out. But that is going to do it for here, our podcast today. I uh, just want to thank, again, Sovereign RR as well as Bulldog Omega for joining me today. Thank you very much, gentlemen. And uh, we will definitely come back with another podcast in June for you uh, with some updates and what's going on and everything coming out. But till next time, everyone, make sure to game responsibly and game with a buddy.